Hello, I'm Matt White and this is Fodder, the food and drink podcast for Greater Manchester. In this episode, we're talking to Gino Di Campo. Everybody knows Gino Di Campo. The man gets everywhere. He's opened restaurants. He runs Gino To Go, delivering food to offices down in London. He's written over 13 cookery books and he co-owns Bonter Italia Limited, a supplier of Italian ingredients. You'll have also seen him cooking on this morning. He's co-presented Let's Do Lunch with Gino and Mel. He's had his own ITV primetime series, Gino's Italian Escape. And the biggie for my nan, he won the ninth series of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here back in 2009. He's also a regular on Celebrity Juice where he swears more than Sean Ryder and Gordon Ramsay put together. And he's currently on telly with Gordon and Fred Syriax in their programme, Road Trip. And now he's just opened his third place in Manchester. It's called My Coffee and Deli Bar. I went along and had a coffee with him recently at that new place on the day that the new Michelin Guide 2019 was announced. But we began by talking about the fact that he always seems to be here. I live more in Manchester than I live in London. Actually, let me rephrase that. I live more in Manchester than I live in London and Italy put together. You are here a lot. Loads of time, loads of time. It's a good city, Gino, isn't it? A good foodie city. I tell you what it is, is a cool city. You know, it's one of those places where vibrance, it's one of those places that in the last 20 years, I've seen how much Manchester is growing. Probably one of the fastest growing city in the United Kingdom. It's it's, it's just incredible, the changes, incredible. And food-wise, I think apart from London at the moment, is probably the one that has got the best restaurants around. Not because I have three restaurants here, but just <laughs> no, because... Uh, no, 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 I don't think it's because it was before that, even even before that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the fastest growing city as far as food and, you know, beverage, food and beverage is concerned. Everybody we're doing well. And the, and the fine dining scene here has grown and grown, but once again, stopped by Michelin again. Yes, yeah. There's a growing battle Manchester has with Michelin. Yeah. You just can't I mean, get that start. To be honest with you, is uh, well, do you guys care that much? I think, we, I think we used to, but I think now we're just past caring. It's like, so what? We've got the good food. Let's just eat it. You know what? I've realised in the last couple of years that all this Michelin star kind of cuisine is, is kind of over in a sort of funny way. People are realising now when they're going to this restaurant, this Michelin star restaurant, they get charged a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. The quality of the food is nothing more than something you could get in a very good restaurant or indeed a good restaurant. So the question is, why am I paying for this extra? Am I paying for this extra because you hide my tablecloth or because I can see myself into the fork when I look at the fork? And I, and I think that what it's come to, even in London, is not, people don't talk about missions at restaurant anymore. People talk more about fast casual, yeah. good concept than actually Michelin. And, and even I'm noticing the fine dining chefs now, they're turning away from the taster menus. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. See, that's one thing that you, you obviously, you know your stuff. Well, I pretend to know my stuff. No, you know your stuff because if you see the biggest Michelin style uh, uh, chefs, what they, they now turn into do is to 
becoming chefs for the people. Mm. They do in smaller concept, they do fast casual, because even themselves, they, they, they kind of get their head around to say, well, you can't really live your life according to a flipping Michelin guide. Um, you mentioned there that Manchester is growing uh, rapidly. You are uh, a part of that growth. We're here today. You're just opening your third place now. This in the is city. my third uh, restaurant that I open yeah. here in the Corners Change. Uh, I think eventually I'll just buy the Corners Change. It's easier. You're not far so off then, it. so then I can pay the rent to myself. Uh, <laughs> Corners Change has always been um, the place I wanted to be. I remember when I used to ca- when when they built the Corners Change and you saw this corner building with all the lights, I always thought, oh, it's like being in Piccadilly Circus in uh, uh, London. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to, be, wants to be there because it's super cool. And it just happened. The people at the corner exchange, great guys, support me a lot. Uh, um, the next uh, uh, shopping um, as well, which is opposite my restaurant mm-hmm. here. And uh, it, it, it's just amazing. Whenever I'm here, I'm thinking, I could be anywhere in the world. It's just beautiful. Um, but you I'm saying gla- all the right things, do you know? Well, it's the, I think I say the right thing when it's the truth. Yeah, yeah. When it's not the truth, then you don't know what to say. You know, when I talk about Manchester, I always get very excited. You know, I'm an Oasis fan as well. Oh, you? I didn't so know you that. should know. It's you my know, favourite band in the world, Oasis. my favourite band in the world. So I'm an Oasis. So I'm, 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 uh, uh, the only thing is missing in me is a Mancunian passport. <laughs> Well, I don't think there is one, but we'll try and sort one out. No, I don't Hang care on. if there is one. You just need to get me something Mancunian. What can I get? Something that... He, 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 I want a certification of Mancunian. Some what sort of stamp in your passport. Yes. Well, not a stamp, but what would it be? If you, if you see me and you think, yeah. oh, th- that, that guy is a Mancunian. See, I even bought all the Stone Island jackets. But you know what? Well, this is what I'm, I'm sat here talking to you, and you're wearing sunglasses indoors. And I'm thinking, why is he wearing sunglasses indoors? But it's because you're a Gallagher fan. That's now it there, makes sense. There, <laughs> there. Look, this is what he would wear, right? The boots above his shoes, yeah. right? Above his uh, uh, jeans, tight jeans. He would rock with a, a, a black T-shirt yeah. and a jacket, and he definitely would wear sunglasses in. You've got the look, man. The wall? He's swaggering. Go on, give us the swagger, Gino. Do you know no, what? No, no, I can't, I can't really do the wall. It's, it's, it's a shame this is on the radio because that was a good swagger. I can't really do the wall. I can't. Um, you mentioned being in the Corn Exchange, and even in the Corn Exchange, there are some fellow Italian restaurants. We've got Selvi's over yes, there as well. Yeah. Um, Manchester's got a really good Italian community, isn't it? It's, it's always, I think, people after London, uh, there were only two, three city Italian people they actually went to. Bedford is one, yeah. huge Italian community. Uh, Manchester, definitely the second one. And then they went towards Bath in the, in the south of England. And uh, uh, Manchester has always been with, you know, a, a huge Italian community because people who didn't want to be to London, who didn't want to go to London, they just came to Manchester. And um, this is how it happened. And I have to say, Italian restaurants here are doing a damn good job. Ah, yeah. You know, okay. it's, it's, you know, I've eat, I eat in my restaurant, I eat in other restaurants, very good job. Yeah, we had uh, recently Festa Italiana, which is a... The Festa Italiana. Yeah, and it, it was just a, a good example. I, th- I think people's perceptions of Italian food has changed over the years. It's not just lasagna and... Oh, yeah. You know, it, but I think Italian restaurants changed. You think? Oh, yes. It's more I regional mean, now, I think. Uh, I mean, now... No, now you can't get away by doing, uh, you know, a, a, you know, something that is not really Italian. 
now you know if you want to step up to the plate if you want your co- customer to come back you, you're gonna have to you need to be good yeah people now they travel to Italy more often you can go in Italy in two hours have a weekend and come back with less than 300 pounds mm. so you guys are getting the real experience in Italy when you come back here you want the same yeah yeah so you can't mess around anymore yeah it's got to be right it's gonna have to be right and this is what I've seen with Italian food Italian people are changing to Gary right very rarely nowadays I go into a restaurant and I see cream in a carbonara very rarely I see a chicken Milanese with spaghetti uh, served next to it like they used to do 20 years ago is this true I heard someone tell me recently that the Italians across the board do yeah. not have chicken with pasta absolutely not yeah, is that true never why is this because chicken for us has always been a, a meat that doesn't go well in a sauce okay it But just it does. doesn't no it doesn't because chicken is very bland mm-hmm. so what's happening you are not going to get any flavor out of the chicken so really by putting chicken in a sauce what, what are you gain nothing it's just an extra protein which is there for no reason If you use pork, loads of flavor. Yeah. If you use beef, loads of flavor. If you use lamb, loads of flavor. Chicken, I don't think so. So we're work. saying now, officially, do you know say stop putting chicken in your pasta? Stop putting chicken in the pasta. You see, it doesn't work. <laughs> it seriously doesn't work. I, uh, I went on a trip to uh, Naples recently. And it's the first time I've ever been to Naples. All right. And one incredible place. I mean, that, that is really... Have, mate, you don't have to sell it to me. I'm Neapolitan. But... I just I didn't realize just how much passion could come out of one place for food and drink it was nuts I'm, I'm, I'm the passion of Naples <laughs> the passion you know when people said to me where do you get all this passion I'm Neapolitan have you seen how simple Neapolitan food is yes yeah, but yet but effective how effective yeah. how tasty how it looks incredible I went to the what's the lemoncello factory that's just outside of there camp is it called Campo Oh, well, there is one called Campo, but there are many factories on the Sor- in Sorrento, on the Amalfi Coast. Yeah, but we, we got a guided tour on the Lemoncello factory. And my God, I've never drank so much Lemoncello. It's good though, is it? Yeah, you get a Very real... Very different from the one you get here. So different. It's so different because the one you get here, most of the time, is overly sweet and it's not the real Limoncello. In, uh, um, you, want the, you want the shot of Limoncello? Go upstairs in the Pizza and Prosecco bar. You do good always get a oh. plug-in, Gino. Right? You're trying to get me to go to your restaurant and buy a Limoncello. No, no, you don't, have to, buy. You don't have to buy. I'll offer you one Okay, upstairs. let's do this. Let's do this. One more. I've got a tip for you. Right. Italian food is so popular at the minute. McDonald's is getting in on it. Do you, know what they, do you know what they do? I've heard that, well, I've been called by the people at McDonald's right. to see if I wanted to do a McDonald's ciabatta. No. Yes, what because I've said that is not the kind of development for the company that I would like to work in the next 20 years. Okay. Because I, the reason is I wouldn't trust them to be able to do it well in all the sites yeah, that yeah, they yeah, have yeah. it. And if your name's on it, it's got to be right. Yeah, they wanted to do a Gino Ciabatta, and I was like, you know, Gino if I do Ciabatta. something like that, I will do it in my coffee and deli bar. The Gino. But you know what they are doing? They're doing a Mac Affogato. Yeah. A Mac Affogato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, the, uh, that's almost sacrilegious, isn't it? I, uh, you know, I, I don't even want to comment on that. Because hearing about it, it gives me a heartburn. <laughs> you know, for someone from Naples who drinks only Neapolitan coffee, who just opens a Neapolitan coffee bar, you give me heartburns when you say that words. 
So there you go, Gino. Bit good that he didn't say Fantastico. Not once, but there you go. I liked him, especially after he told me that Oasis was his favourite band. And I'm also a bit gutted that I couldn't remember the name of the Lemoncello factory I went to. But, just in case you're interested, it was Capri. You're not interested, are you? I know. So there you go, that's it. Thanks for listening. Search for Fodder Podcast online to catch up and subscribe to the rest of the series. Thanks for listening. Thank you.